<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Dear Media IRL is back, and we're showing up bigger, better, and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas, for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at dearmedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin. In Texas. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shenanigans. It's been a very busy week. You may have heard or seen everywhere online that I bought a house. So, yay! Thank you. And fittingly, today in the studio, we have one of LA's most iconic realtors, a badass mama, an OG from Shaws of Sunset, podcast host, and my personal favorite faithful Mercedes MJ in the house. Wow. How are we doing? You did so good just now. Thank you, babe. Thank you. I had to name them all, you know? You really did. <laughs> did Damn. I miss anything? You're getting really good at this. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so thank you for driving in the rain to be here today. Rainy days, I swear, <laughs> that makes me just want to quit and stay in at home and not do anything so I appreciate you being here. In LA, you can do that. Yeah. Everyone just says, oh, it's raining. Cancel. Yeah, I can't do it. No, I went to open houses. I went and I did everything. I got dressed. Tommy was saying that I look like MC Light. And he told me I cannot wear this. And I was like, I'm no, obsessed. I'm going to do it. I'm going to wear what I want. Yeah. So No, I absolutely love the fit. <laughs> it's a sleigh. Back at you. So how are you? How's Shams? How's Tommy? How's life? Good. Busy. Like... I, you know, I have to say when I watched the last episode of VPR, I felt so connected to you. And I'm saying this as someone who knows you all these years and also watching you. Like it was the most substantive share that you've ever had on, in my opinion, 
yeah, I know. I'm I'm like starting to shake right now because the way that you shared your vulnerability with trying to balance, because whenever someone asks me how I'm doing, like you just asked me, I'm always like, I don't know. Like my mind starts to race because I know there's like so many things that we're trying to do. Be a mom, work, doing this, everything. And like, it's hard. It's Mm -hmm. hard. Not because it's, you know, carrying what is Tommy always makes a joke like you're not carrying concrete. I'm like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we are. I want to acknowledge you because I connected to what you were sharing with Brock and, you know, trying to have summer be with somebody other than your mom. Mm -hmm. And yeah, man, that's that's the same, same, same over here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I am glad that they're showing that this season because I have had so many people who know me and people who don't know me reach out and just be like, me too. Yeah. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I was really struggling with last year. We were so fortunate and we do still have my mom, but you'll see later in the season another nanny who comes in who's also a teacher and we're still with her. And she's been great. She's actually with Summer right now. And then my mom will go and relieve her. You know, we are so fortunate to have my mom, but we also kind of felt like we needed someone else and to let my mom be more of the grandma and not, you know, the full-time nanny. So it was hard to let that go. And that was a big struggle that Brock and I were going through. And with my OCD and my fears and anxieties that I've been working through and I've done extensive EMDR work over the past year. It's getting better, but it's still, it's like, that's my everything. You know, this might be the only child I ever have and I want to get it as close to right as possible. Sure. And also because all of like the series of the show, you've been, you know, like very sex positive and out and showing your vulnerable self and everything. But it's not like the way that you've been shown hasn't been Mm -hmm. vulnerable. It's always like the butt of the joke. Like (laughs) Sheena has to be the strongest person with the thickest skin because people probably from the outside think that they can, you know, take shots as if you don't have feelings. Mm -hmm. But now after think about it, like is a season 10? 11. 11. And you're now showing, they're showing you're vulnerable, <laughs> right. your vulnerability, Yeah, you know, more than I think ever. So I like that for someone that knows you, you know, both ways. But there was a, a thing I rewound a couple of times when you were looking at the crib and then Brock said, like, what are you talking about? You said if she zooms into something, what was that? I was watching it was a flashback or something on the camera. Yeah. And you were like, if this, if I'm seeing X, Y, or Z, that was the thing I didn't know. I was like, what is it? Because I do that too. Like, I still look at the camera. Oh, to see if she was breathing, probably. Oh, okay. I made her wear this, like, breath, like, breathe wear. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, breath strap thing until she was a little over two. And then I I had my aunt sew on this Velcro to expand it because they only go up to 24 months. I was like, nope, nope. But now it's like she is bigger. She wants the blanket on top of her and whatnot. But no, I was the mom who had the kid in the crib with absolutely nothing in the crib, just the breathe wear strap. And I'm like, you don't get a pillow. You don't get a blanket. You get a sleep sack and that is it. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Now, you know, she's almost three. She gets her teddy. She has a pillow. She has a blanket. She now Mm -hmm. wants a big girl bed. She finally crawled out of the crib for the first time, like fully out of it. I've caught her trying to hurdle it before. 
And after she broke her arm last year, that's just like a thing that I'm like, you know, if you crawl out of the crib, you might break your arm again. She's like, okay. But she's like, but mommy, I'm just a big girl. I can't. And I was like, okay, so my parents converted her bed at their house. I'm waiting for the kit from Milk Street Baby so we can convert hers. And once we get in the new house, I said, you will. Have your big girl bed in the new house. But until then, just a few more weeks in the crib, okay? That's amazing. She's like, okay, but I'm a big girl. I'm like, I know. Well, the birthday's around the corner. So I know. that's like the milestone where you can tell her like when it's your birthday, you can yeah. do that. I do that too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So a lot of questions got sent in. And before we get into that, I thought it could be fun to play a quick little game. Okay. I want to know, how do you think some of your fellow MJs would fare in a game of traitors? So would they be (laughs) faithfuls? Would they be traitors? Would they sniff out the traitors? Or would they be murdered quickly? Okay. Magic Johnson. He is so loved, he would make it all the way to the end. He would, I mean, he's one of the most loved people on the planet. Mark Jacobs. He would get immediately eliminated because of his personality. (laughs) (laughs) Mick Jagger. Wow. I think he would. God, everybody loves him. Would he sleep with every girl and maybe every guy as well? And then someone would have like a jealous, you know, spat in the middle of the night and he'd be murdered. Yeah. (laughs) Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. I think politicians by nature have to be able to bullshit like we had Parliament John. So I think he would get pretty far. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you're a politician. You're out. Yeah. (laughs) Michael Jordan. So Marcus's dad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, Marcus was amazing. And I bet that Michael Jordan, the MJ, would probably be like. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. 
a little bit of like an outside, like he would be like not into it enough. I could see him as like not playing ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <What's the pun>? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of MJ's, though, Marcus Jordan, had you not played the game with him, what would you think about him going in? Would you have predicted that? So, of course, I was, like, hating on them. I was like, huh? How is there a couple? How is that? That's not going to work. Like, what's going to happen? And then as soon as you get there, it started. First of all, getting to know them was amazing. The downtime was amazing. There is a moment on the show when you see him sharing too much with Dan. Mm -hmm. And that was the moment where he eliminated himself by by sharing with the wrong guy. He walked yeah. into the mouth, the lion's den. And when that was why I tried to really limit anything I was thinking about because I didn't want it to backfire. Mm-hmm. So I think that Marcus played a good game in that he was sharing. But for your survival, there's like, you know, you got to be careful. Yeah. And if he was still with us, Michael Jackson... He would be the entertainment, right, for the entire <laughs> time. So we'd have to keep him around and have him serenade us in those long right. nights. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Oh we've got a God. lot of questions to get into. Before we do, we're going to take a quick little break, and we'll be right back. All right. So maybe you didn't get exactly what you wanted this Valentine's Day. Well, let me tell you, you're in luck because now through Monday, February 26th, it's Dime Beauty's Valentine sale. So you can finally get that gift you wanted. Or maybe you're running low on your skincare staples and want to stock up. Let me tell you, now is the time with 25% off. I know y'all have heard me rave about Dime on this podcast before, and that's because Dime Beauty is clean. It's a high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. So it is the best of all skincare worlds. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. When I say clean... I'm telling you that Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient so you can use their products daily with confidence. And let me tell you, once Brock saw that I was using this new skincare line, he wanted to get in on it. He's like, oh my gosh, I never realized how good it feels to wash my face at night, to cleanse it and moisturize it. And now he's using the work system along with me. And the work system is everything you need in one powerful package. As I was telling Brock, this includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. So if I could get my husband doing a skincare routine with me, that's because Dime is it. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five-star. Love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now until Monday, February 26th for 25% off. Stock up on staples or try something new. This kind of discount is huge and will expire. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com for 25% off during the Dimes sale. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. And now that we've taken care of our skin, let's take care of our body with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals, making eating better every day and making it easy. So wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals that come delivered straight to your door. They are ready in just two minutes. You chuck it in the microwave, you are good to go. As a busy working mom, Factor is what keeps me fueled 
on the regular basis, I have gotten the band eating factor meals. I've seen James and Stassi and so many other people eating factor meals now. And I'm like, yeah, they know what's up because you also have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. And let me tell you, we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Also, Factor is flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Head to factormeals.com slash goodasgold50 and use code goodasgold50 to get 50% off. That's code goodasgold50 at factormeals.com slash goodasgold50 to get 50% off. All right, so sticking with the theme of traders, obviously I've been watching and glued to my TV. It's one of the shows where I'm like, honey, it's Thursday night. We are <laughs> watching a show live. It's like I'll watch Vanderpump Rules live. I'll watch Traders live. And it's so good. I didn't watch all of season one because when Brock starts to binge a show, mm -hmm. he just will have it on at all times. And he'll be like doing dishes and he'll be have it on in the car when he's driving or at the gym. And I need to sit down and focus. I want to pay attention. I don't want to miss a scene at all. Mm -hmm. And so the first season, it was like I would catch a little bit here and like Kyle was on it and Reza and obviously. Right. But I didn't watch it fully this season. Oh, I'm I'm in it. So I want to know, did you watch season one? Yes. And I agree with you. I think that if you're not seeing catching all the eyes and mm -hmm. the body language that I too would feel like I'm missing too much. Yeah. I need to visually watch. Yeah. Yeah. What were your thoughts on season one? And when you were watching it, did you think like, I want to be on this show or how did this all come about? No, I just thought it was really new content for me to see competition shows altogether. I never saw any of that. I was a huge um, Bravaholic. I mean, I still am, but like, you know, I just never really thought about it. I really mm -hmm. didn't. In fact, I will tell you when... I did get, like, offered the show. It came out of the blue, in my opinion. I was not expecting it. And when I got on the plane, I was texting you mm -hmm. because there was, like, a press leak that me and you and, like, nine other people yeah. from Bravo were on it. So I was texting you. I was like, are you doing Traders? <laughs> and you were like, no. And I was like, okay, I'm taking off. Bye. And yeah, was, that was... you text me. Bananas text me. <laughs> Teddy text me and didn't tell me it was Tamara, but she was like, wait. So I heard, And I'm like, I call Mark and I was like, is there a call that we're waiting on? Or have you not told me? Is something getting negotiated? Because yeah. I have not heard this, but everyone is messaging me. And he's like, no, you're not doing that. So, yeah. <laughs> it okay. would have been too late by then. I know. Totally. Maybe next time. Maybe. You know, we'll see. What was your strategy going into the show? Like, how did you prepare? And did Reza give you any advice? I didn't get advice from Reza only because I saw what happened with him didn't mm -hmm. go well. And for what I did was I ultimately watching back, I was just being myself, but a little bit more dialed down. Mm -hmm. You do miss a lot because it really, 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 they edit out so much stuff that happens. I think my ability to stay as far as I have so far is because of thinking more than one step ahead. Mm -hmm. Like with Peter, the bachelor who yeah. I, who I love IRL. He's awesome. But 
I think that once he started to put us in separate yep. quarters and like once he asked me, like, can you give us a second? I was like, you are creating an alliance that doesn't include me. And like, that is something that I would not do. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you should. I don't think he should have. Yeah. You know, so. No, I game. agree. It was like the Peter gang versus like the leftovers, essentially. Right. There was that. That was the buzzword. Yeah. And the other thing was when I was on to Dan, I spoke up about it. But then if I stay on someone's ass after like everybody then knew, mm -hmm. then I am also like I remember Dan saying in the watching it back in the turret, he was like, we're not going to kill her because there's other people that are coming for him. Mm -hmm. So I think that's part of why I stayed on yeah. and survived those weeks. Going into things, were you hoping to be a faithful or a traitor, or did you not care either way? Faithful, bro. Yeah. I, traitor is some right? kind of crazy pressure. I don't think I could do it. But then no. I feel like, I'm like, okay, what if I do get asked to do the show? And mm -hmm. then they make me a traitor because I've been so vocal about like, oh, I couldn't be a traitor that no one would suspect I'm a traitor. <laughs> you would <laughs> totally be recruited. Like if there was a Phaedra, you would be recruited. But right. I don't think the producers would pick me or you. Yeah. And by the way, like look at you on VPR and in real life. You're a faithful, natured person. Right. You know, you're not shysty. No. Like these survivor chicks and big brother players, that's what they went on this show to be. My sister would be a killer trader, like pun intended, like <laughs> literally. Me, I just feel like I would be such a faithful. Sniper by the, wait, sniper from the side does not work. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a trader, what would your strategy have been, you think? Oh God. If I were a traitor, God, you know what? I never even thought about it. I would probably just be so, I've never thought, how would I survive? Would I, you have kind of gone the Phaedra, like keeping I would have, it under the radar? Of course you yeah. have to. You you have to, like you sign a thing that you will not tell anyone that you're a faithful, I mean, a traitor. I would do my best to just try and, be cool, mm -hmm. you know, which I'm pretty good at being chill. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say I'm very zen. Yeah. So I listen. Wait, you know. so you have to sign something. So it, like the couples, you cannot tell your significant other if you were a traitor. Right. You have to respect the, the sanctity of the game. You oh. have to take a vow. It's not they really do everything to protect the mm -hmm. Like the privacy of everything. But then it's okay for you to hide a shield or talk about that you got a shield or for Dan to call out Phaedra in that way. That's okay. Because that feels like you're kind of walking the line there. Yeah, he was walking the line. But I, he was allowed to because he was on the chopping block at that point. True. Yeah. And I mean, he put the suspicion out there. If no one else was thinking her, like Trishel and other people definitely started to be like, wait a second. Yeah. He was a traitor. He's probably <laughs> calling out a traitor. <laughs> I thought that too. And there are also moments where you'll think something, but you don't know who to trust mm -hmm. because they don't tell you how many traitors there are. Right. You know, there could be one, there could be three, there could be four. They tell you there could be five. So you just don't know. They really keep you on your toes. 
what was the first moment where you thought Dan is a traitor? Because you were on to him from early on. Yes, because he was so quiet. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't know his personality, he was like so sedated. Yeah. And he was not sharing anything. He wasn't asking anything. He was playing it too safe. And I was like, bro, you are not taking a risk. And this is a game and it's not fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and call you out. Yeah. No, it's so good. Now watching it back and knowing Phaedra is a traitor, do you think that you were at all blinded by the Bravo click? Were there moments that you suspected Phaedra before Dan called her out at the round table? Probably. I probably suspected Phaedra and kept it 100% to myself. Is that hard? No. Because that's where I feel like I would also be terrible because I'm like, I have to tell someone (laughs) (laughs) and you cannot like there's nobody to call like you don't get to call your husband and right you don't get to like distract yourself and it's so you didn't get to talk to Tommy at all. But did you get to like FaceTime with Shams? I got a FaceTime, but you know how kids are like he wasn't really interested in the Mm -hmm. camera. So it actually put me into this depression for like a day and a half. I really, really was like. Oh my God, he doesn't care. I've been gone for the longest ever in his life. And then I was afraid it was going to impact my game. And I thought, if people see me being depressed, they're going to think I was like recruited and they're going right. to think I'm a, a traitor. And so then I was like so worried. I was like, you know what? Disassociation. Don't think about it. Yeah. You're, yeah. Wow. So there was this scene where y'all are at the pool table and Mm -hmm. Sandra brings out the pool balls to show it's like a numbers game. You know, Peter and the gang and the leftovers. Leftovers. Did you feel like the strategy shifted at all them? Like if you had suspicions about Parvati, Phaedra, etc., was it more about reducing the numbers in the castle to make it to the end? Good point. I did. I counted how many people were with Peter and how many people were in the pool table and we outnumbered them. Mm -hmm. So then I realized that it got to a point where you just needed to know your votes. Mm -hmm. If they're only five and you're six, then it's a wrap. Like Mm -hmm. that mattered, that starts to matter. You start to be able to figure that out when your numbers get smaller. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you see CT was like kind of Yeah, a little bit of that Mm -hmm. floater. Yeah. Yeah, and that was fine, too, because it's a game, so you have to lighten up a little bit at the end of the day. You have to just, like, remember that, like, anything is possible, and you focus on the low-hanging fruit. Like, Peter is definitely alienating the rest of us. Yeah, totally. So you just, like, focus on what you know for sure. Yeah. Speaking of Peter— you, there was a scene where you're like slowly backing out of the room, which was so <laughs> iconic. <laughs> How did you feel in that moment? Like what was going through your head? And did you know this was going to be such a fan favorite moment? <laughs> no, of course not. I was like, well, first of all, I'm holding up my jeans because they were so long. Yeah. And so good. <laughs> and I was afraid I was going to trip. Secondly, I was like, are you sure? Yeah. You want me to leave? Because you know what you're doing is if you're going to tell me, like, here's your second chance. Like, before I leave, I'm going to give you one last chance. Like, otherwise, you are telling me with your words that I am not part of this group. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you will pay for that. Yeah. That is what I was thinking. Yep. So that was it. <laughs> what were you thinking when there was the opportunity for everyone to light a torch and save someone? And CT 
did not pick Trishel because mm-hmm. I feel like if I was there, even if I maybe suspected that you're a traitor, you're my friend in real life. And yes, it's a game, business, whatever. But at the end of the day, I still feel like I would value my friendship, especially a long time friendship over what was it? John he picked. I know. What? How did that make you feel? So Trishel was kind of treated like the runt mm-hmm. of the litter that whole time that we were there. And I think that CT felt sorry for John because he didn't really have any allies in general. I was definitely gutted. I was mad at CT for not even looking at me because yeah. he, you're supposed to like, everyone was holding a torch and Sheree Whitfield chose Phaedra because of that exact history. Right. And if I had a torch, I would have given it to Kate Chastain. Mm-hmm. So I I know that she was, Trishelle was crying. I felt for her. It was, and of course, Parvati didn't have any because like we all right. knew by then. Yeah. But yeah, it was a very lonely in the world, like a lonely planet moment where you're like, nobody, you're nobody's first choice. That's such a shitty feeling. I remember watching your interviews too. And I'm like, that I could relate to that. I feel like in the group and just in this whole world like I felt like that so many times so that really got to me too because I'm like no matter what I would have picked MJ that's my friend at the end of the day it's like it does still mean something it's not just about winning you know we for sure would have had each other's back that gutted me a little it was what was the vibe in the castle like what were the group dynamics was it very much Peter and the gang and everyone else or is that just how it's looking? Well, before Ekin was murdered, mm-hmm. Peter and Ekin had like a cute, like, you know, flirtation. Mm-hmm. So Peter didn't really have alliances against Phaedra. It came later. I think that CT was kind of happy when Bananas got eliminated. I feel like me, Sheree, and Phaedra, like, it was, they were like, just like the the way that you gravitate to people that you know, but we all had time to like get to know each other. Yeah. There were a lot of little sidebars, you know, there were a lot of activities where you would bond over because we like did something together, like the physical challenge. So, I mean, it was kind of like summer camp. It really yeah. was. <laughs> I love that. What did you think of, so... Last week's episode ended with Phaedra selecting Kate to be recruited. I was like, I kind of wanted to see if she would have given it another shot with Peter because would Peter have just been such a faithful? He would have sacrificed himself just completely losing and pulling himself out of the game because he wouldn't have been a traitor. True. So question A, what did you think about her choice with Kate? And question B, what do you think would have happened if she chose Peter? Bad choice with Kate. I don't think she should have chosen Kate I agree with you. By the way, Tommy agrees with you. He was yelling at the TV like, you should have gotten Peter. You should have gotten Peter. it's one or the other. He didn't totally. have a choice. It's you're a traitor or you're dead. Yeah, totally. I think she should have like chosen like CT or Trishel. Right. Even. Yeah, that would yeah. have been when she like an Kate, unexpected. Like, mm. I feel like that's when mm. you start to see people implode, like self-destruct because the pressure mm-hmm. was so much. Yeah. You know, like totally. everyone's like, how did she look so good? I was like, because... She's really good at doing her own glam. That's what I, I know I texted you about this the other day, but I'm like, she had to have had glam in the castle. 
How the fuck is she that good? She's so good. Wow. You know, I, I actually respect that because doesn't Lala also do her own makeup? A lot of the time, yeah. I think that when you, you know how it is when you don't want to have like, someone's going to come in now and now you're going to have to clear out your kitchen or whatever the glam room and then I love someone coming so, in. <laughs> you do? Yeah. No matter what, it never is annoying for you. Today, for example, okay. I have a shoot after this and mm -hmm. I'm like, it's just social media stuff for my new song. It's not like anything we need a high res cover art or whatever. And I'm like, do I do glam today? I'm like, I can do it okay myself. So there are certain days, but for filming, for interviews, for anything like that, well, that's oh, I'm getting glam. For sure. For interview, anything on camera, for sure. I just think that when you are smart enough to learn to do it yourself mm -hmm. and you have the choice and you're not going to look crazy that, and I feel like she's smart because she's already does the mortuary. She's a lawyer. She's yeah. TV and she does all these things. Yeah. She's a mother. Of, I feel like, and because like that whole thing, the way Apollo didn't end up being a breadwinner, did he? Like, doesn't she hold it down for her whole yeah. unit. So like somewhere in there it makes sense that she would learn how to be able to do her own glam, especially mm -hmm. when it sh you don't want to look crazy on TV. She looked so good. So good. So good. I mean, flawless in every single scene. Flawless. Insane. Yeah. Who was your number one in the game? And who, who did you get along with the most? Who did you trust the most? Did that shift at any mm. point? Mm -hmm. Larsa and I were the closest. And... If Bananas was there longer, it would have been, he would have been one of them for sure. Yeah. By the way, I text him and tell him, like, the three of us have to hang out. Have yes. I texted you that yet, yes. right? So, and then I think Sheree, I find her to be extremely trustworthy. Mm -hmm. So it does shift a little bit. Yeah. Because obviously, once Larsa was gone and Marcus, right. I had the strongest bond with Marcus, Larsa, and Bananas. Damn. And yes. then they're just all gone early. Boom, boom, boom. That's so tough. Done. Oh, hello. What about Max? I had a really, really, really good bond, close bond with him too. Mm -hmm. <gasps> Forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Then they all just out. Dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Outside of yourself, who do you think deserves to win? You know, damn. Who deserves to win? Only me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I played the best game. If it was switched and Tommy was asked to be on Traders, how do you think he would do? Oh, so he thinks he would totally take it. Uh -huh. And I'm like, you're such an armchair quarterback. I would love for him and Brock <laughs> to be there next season. Right? Yeah. See, I would love that too. I'm like, honey, you can go off for a few weeks. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's be the midseason spoilers. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Right? Okay, we're going to take one more quick little break. And then I do have a few more glam wardrobe questions I want to ask you. Be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So... What makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. So, as we all know, I am in between houses right now. And y'all, my closet was chaotic. Crammed with a bunch of clothes, but I felt like I had nothing to wear. I felt like I needed more closet space. But here's the thing. The game changer was upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. And now I feel like I have a new closet, a new house, a new wardrobe of luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next. And I slayed on the budget. I also got some amazing pieces for summer that she has worn in the winter, like really awesome Mongolian cashmere, 100%, let me add, sweaters for $50. There's organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. Do you want to look good as gold? Quince is where it's at. They only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I love, especially when I'm dressing my kid. I want to know that it is the best. So these pieces, I'm telling you, once summer grows out of them, they will be passed down for generations because they can't just go in a bin in storage. I need these on as many kids as possible because they are amazing. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash honey for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash honey to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash honey. Other things that have come recently for Summer is her koala crates from KiwiCo. KiwiCo, as I have told y'all so many times before, have so many seriously fun learning things for kids of all ages. Hands-on projects, activities. Each month, kids receive crates packed with engaging hands-on activities designed to introduce them to exciting science, technology, art concepts. There's literally always something new for kids to discover. Everything from engineering robots or learning about the science of ice cream, just depending on what age your kid is and what crate they get. They have nine monthly programs to choose from. And like I said, kids of all ages, ranging from infants and preschoolers to literally teens and beyond. As a mom who's not the most artsy and doesn't really enjoy the crafty projects, KiwiCo has made it so fun and so easy for me to spend time with my kid that I know is also educational, and it makes her more creative. So, 
Brock loves doing the arts and crafts with her. And KiwiCo has made me love doing arts and crafts with my kid. And just knowing that they're going to provide you with the tools to learn new skills, build new experiences, and make new connections to the broader world. So redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month on any crate line at KiwiCo.com with promo code HONEY. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code HONEY. All right, so we've already talked about Phaedra's glam, which I'm still just wowed by. But I have to know, did you know that your pants would become so iconic? <laughs> and where are they from? Everyone must know. Oh, my God. So my, you're talking about the cargo yeah. denim. Oh, my God. Okay. Where else? They don't pay me. <laughs> Revolve? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everything is, is from, Revolve. from Revolve. I feel like I'm honestly maybe one of the only people who doesn't have anything from Revolve. W- well, it's easy returns. It's like you yeah. can buy online. Yeah. You do it when you're, you know, in bed about to fall asleep. Right. So. I did get a lot of compliments before that. And by the way, the seamstress, the the wardrobe girl, she's the one that pinned them. She was like, Haley Bieber pins them. I was like, these are too Ooh. tight for this, like, bodysuit because yeah. was, I was, because so they do tell you what to wear. Yeah. They slip under your bedroom door. Okay. A picture of what you're going to wear the next day. Okay, so that was my next question was like, how do you, and I always wonder this with like The Bachelor too. I'm like, how do you even pack for being gone for up to what? Three weeks, I think is the longest you could be there. Mm -hmm. Do they give you a breakdown of what you might need? And then do you send them photos of wardrobe and they're like, this is the outfit that you sent us that you're wearing tomorrow? Or they just tell you a vibe? They tell you, if you stay all the way to the end, you need this many outfits. And we want you to go in, it was like Harry Potter, like navy blue, maroon, mustard yellow. Those were like, they give you a mood board of colors. And I was like, I don't know if I have navy blue. <laughs> like, when was the last time you wore navy blue? I don't like that color for me. Navy yeah, blue? I don't think I'm really a navy It doesn't give you like girl. Harry Potter? <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. And I maroon? can't think of anything navy in my closet. It sounds like a school uniform. Or really maroon. Yeah. I have like one mustard yellow thing I can think of that I wore at my gender reveal. There you go. So it's like zero. <laughs> yeah. So they tell you and then you bring it to Scotland. The first day that you get there, they come to your room. They have you try everything on. They take pictures of it. And then wow. they say... Here you go. This is when I guess that kind of makes it easier, though. Yeah, they're cool with it. They were really nice. And like toward the end, they also would like give you like fits from Zara that were cute. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Who served your favorite fashion in the castle? Well, I mean, Larsa was wearing Balenciaga and God knows what. So she was really (laughs) cute. And then after that. Um, Peppermint was wearing really mm-hmm. cute outfits, like the monochromatic moments. Yeah. And, you know, Trishelle really brought like really cute outfits. I'm pretty sure she had to have a stylist, though, because I don't see like Midwestern girls having like the creativity that she brought. Right. You know, because I mean, I'm from a small town originally, like people forget and like we don't see like provocative fashion. We don't see like you know, trendsetters unless we're in L.A. or New York. So, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, and Phaedra and Sheree, like, I mean. I mean, you know. there were so many awesome 
looks, but <laughs> I just, this is one show too that anytime I watch like The Bachelor, for example, I go on Reality Steve, I get all the spoilers, I know the end, and then I watch it with different eyes. This, and you can attest to this, I have not asked you once, do you win? Who wins? I've not That's asked true. anyone. I'm That's just right. like, I want to actually be surprised every week. I don't want to know what to expect. I'm dying to know, but I'm like, I'm going to just watch it like the rest of the world and not get any spoilers. And that's true. God, it's so good. I know. It's it's crazy. Yeah. We're not that far away. I know. At this point. And you know what else was so good on television that I miss and it needs to come back is Shaws of Sunset. You know something? I feel weird about it because Alex Baskin mm -hmm. just had me on hot mic. Mm -hmm. And... It was supposed to be all about traders, and it had a lot more Shazi in it than traders. And, you know, like we're all a little psychic. I felt like really different for the first time because when it ended, I was glad because it was toxic for me, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And then I just did this like last week. Yeah. And they said that it will air on like Bravo Peacock like in a couple yeah. of weeks. So. I was like, kind of like, you know, when like your showrunner calls you and wants to have a drink. Right. So I was like, okay, well, like three coincidences lined up in a row. Like, uh -huh. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Who are you still close with from Shaw's? I am close with Shervin. Showed him houses yesterday. Nima. Reza and I will always have the bond, even if we went through our shit. It's like, I feel great about it. Yeah. And that is Sammy from season one. Mm-hmm. Mike, I would like to be, but he's like in a little bit of that, like comes around and goes around because like he's still healing from like yeah. his own stuff. You didn't mention Gigi. No. Any hope for reconciliation there? I can see us like talking about what it is that burdens and makes us so resentful. Mm -hmm. And I would do that. But, like, as of today, like, I'm not losing any sleep over someone who's just, to me, arbitrarily awful. Mm -hmm. Like, without any rhyme or reason. I know we've heard that there was maybe, like, a Reza Gigi MJ spinoff. Is that something that is in the works? No. Okay. No. And thank God that that didn't yeah. pop off. Because... You know, like if the three of us were together, just the three of us, I think people are way more interested in me and Tommy and our mm -hmm. whole life. Like with that would include my mom. It can't just be the three of us. To yeah. me, that's not it. Yeah. Well, I know you saw Nima recently when you were in New York. I think I missed you by like two or three days. Oh, I had just right. had dinner with him and then you were there. And... He appeared on my podcast last year, which has now become a storyline on Vanderpump Rules this season. Have you seen or heard much about this? Yes, I've seen and heard some about it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give this much light, but I also don't like that Nima's character is being unfairly dragged because he is... Next to Brock, like, my number one dude and one of my absolute closest friends who I trust with my life. And so I agree to see the things 
that are going around Reddit, which I stay off of. It just gets screenshot and sent to me. Right. But to explain a little bit for those who maybe missed an episode, there was a comment at the reunion that I had made about how there was an open relationship conversation between Raquel and someone. Which he told us in real time. Yes. So we knew it was not bullshit. Like, so, Nima is amazing, by the way. And I He told that. you this in real time? Because I didn't find out until after March 1st last year. Yes, he, because of Hannah <sighs> Burner's wedding. Remember? Well, that was right after Coachella. Hannah's no, it was. was in May. Yeah. So maybe he didn't say anything to me because he knew Tom and Ariana were two of my best friends. But okay, so if he told you that in real time, like right. he remembered this accurately. I feel like it's now being or at least tried and attempted to be covered up in a way where it's like, no, no, no. I know he said I said that, but I didn't say that. I said this. Mm-hmm. And Nima is not a person who lies. No. Nima not at is all. not a person who exaggerates stories or tries to fluff them to be interesting. He tells it like it is. To his own, what's the expression? When it's bad for you, but you still tell the truth. Yeah. To your own, I forget. Detriment? Yes, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) To his own detriment, he is so honest. Yeah. And he is an amazing friend. So I feel you on that. Yeah. I know that Sandoval kind of blew this up and made it sound like He said that she was begging him in this and that. And he was just simply pointing out that it was inappropriate that while she was living in my apartment, she asked him to have sex on my bed where I sleep with my husband, where my baby sleeps. He was just like, that was so inappropriate. And And it's a huge violation of your space, your trust. It was disrespectful. To me, it's gross because... If I were that open with a woman while I have my husband and my child in my space, I would be way more protective and I wouldn't be nearly as generous as you were, Mm -hmm. which is why you being wronged by her the way that you have is why you deserve all the flowers because most women would never even allow that, Mm -hmm. you know, like they would be more like, let her handle her own life and get her own this. And and you, on the other hand, really, you know, took her in. Yeah. Anyways, back to the season of VPR. So Tom and I had a conversation in the back alley of Surrey. You know, just bringing it back to our room. I roots. saw that. And I was wondering, <laughs> I was like, I hope there aren't any like rats. I don't know why that time oh when I gosh. watched it, I just like felt nervous. I was like, because you looked so good that day. <gasps> Thank you. Yeah, almost too good to be back there. But he had said in that conversation that he really had to talk Raquel down after that podcast episode came out. Do we believe that? Because, I mean, Sandoval is really gunning for sympathy instead of accountability. So my first question was, did Tom tell her? Did her crisis PR tell her? Because if she's in a facility with no internet, not really much access to a phone, who would have told her this? And I guess she said that it was her mom, which also... If your daughter is in a facility working on her mental health, why would you tell her something that could set her back so many steps? That's exactly what I was thinking. You should let her focus on her healing instead of leading her to the drama. Yeah, because she then said that that led her to some of her darkest thoughts. And it's like, as her mom, you should know that this could have been something that could 
upset her so much. When I did mm-hmm. the podcast, never in a million years was that my intention. I was not trying to hurt her. I wasn't trying to hurt anyone. I was just trying to clear Nima's name and to show that I wasn't a liar because I was protecting him on the show. And I said, this person, they, them, like right. I didn't give him a gender. I didn't give him a name. I didn't want right. to throw Nima under the bus. She was, from what I heard about uh, Rachel's podcast is that she's having her publicist ask her the questions. Yes. So that already is someone controlling her. And mm-hmm. it just seems like if she wanted to stay in the fray, it contradicts her wanting to get away from Vanderpump. Yeah. And it contradicts her wanting to take a step back when now she's overly dedicating her existence to being here to clap back to things like let sleeping dogs lie if you truly believe Mm -hmm. and Nima was sharing his experience he was with us he was asking us you and me who he should bring as his plus one to Hannah's wedding that was the conversation he was having for a while and you know when my belief is that when Rachel was sharing with Nima, it was months before Scandal mm-hmm. broke out and she was sharing in her own way, not thinking that in the future this is all going to become a public scandal. Yeah. So that's when she was being open and honest with Nima, who is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. I also read that she said, I tried to set her up with Nima because I like to keep my ties with people in the Bravo verse. And I'm <sighs> like, <laughs> no, first of all. No, and I don't need to keep ties. We just are friends. But second of all, I wanted to set her up with Nima because I saw how James had treated her. And when she was single for the first time in a long time, I was like, you know what? I remember exactly where we were. We were sitting at this bar right across the street from my old apartment in Hollywood. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, the next time my friend Nima is in town, I showed her a picture of him and I was like, what do you think? And she's like, yeah, he's cute. And I said, He is such a gentleman. He took me on some of the most amazing dates I've ever been on. And he knows how to treat a woman. He knows how to respect a woman. And he would just show you a good time. Whether it turns into anything, I just want you to be taken out and treated with respect because that's what you deserve. And so I said, whether you we go to New York, he comes to L.A., Mm -hmm. I just want you to go on a date with him. It had nothing to do with him being in Bravo. If anything, that was a bonus that he could relate to her on a level that other regular guys who aren't on a TV show ever could have, you know? I think she wanted to date him because she wanted to be in the Bravo world. That's a good point. So, yeah. I also saw that she had said that she didn't even listen to the podcast episode until this past week. So, long story short, I just encourage anyone interested to go back and listen to that episode with Nima as I feel like things were being taken out of context and he is like his whole character I just feel like is being unfairly questioned but but I think everybody knows that Rachel and Sandoval did a very unconscionable thing Mm -hmm. and that speaks volumes and shouldn't no one should have to defend themselves it's like we already know Sheena, you're trustworthy. You haven't done anything wrong. So for her to try and come for you, to me, the only person that was there for her mm-hmm. is just really sad. And yeah, sorry, I have to say it. It's okay. We're going to take it's one okay. more quick little break. 
Okay, so y'all know when you're at a holiday and you get cornered by that aunt or uncle at a family gathering and you feel like you have to bend the truth? You know, the one who asks, like, when are you getting married? When are you having another baby? All of those questions that it's like, only for her to not really listen and then just judge you. Well, while you may have to grin and bear it with your family, you shouldn't have to feel that way when you're talking to your doctor about maybe that weird rash that looks oddly like your high school crush. Or maybe that you feel like you eat pizza too many times a week. You know, there are so many things, but let me tell you about ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and they will actually listen to you. We're not just talking about a few. We are talking about tens of thousands of doctors, all with verified patient reviews, so you can make sure the vibes are vibing before you ever meet in real life. With ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. When I first went on ZocDoc, I looked up my address in San Diego. Now that I've been in LA, I've looked up in LA and I'm like, wow, you can find an eye doctor, a dentist, literally any type of doctor you're needing in any area, they have it. I mean, we all know sometimes there are things in your life you may have to compromise, but when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. I've done this. Brock's done this. You should do this too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Sheena and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Sheena. ZocDoc.com slash Sheena. Enough on that. That was even more attention than I wanted to give it. But I felt like, again, things come out and then I feel the need to share my side and to defend my friends because that's what I do. And... Nima, you know, needed a little bit of us on his side. Defense, yeah. yeah. He he deserves it. Okay, so if you could return for another season of Traders, is there anything you'd do differently? And who would you want to play with? So I want to play Traders with you. Let's yeah. both be Traders right? this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that when you watch how understated, like you, I was like very soft-spoken. And I know that that's part of like the game you have to be. But it's also hard to watch it back because when you're like, like I was very soft-spoken. So I wonder if I could play it and last and be a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kenya Moore, she's like coming into the comments a lot. And I I heard through the grapevine that she really wants to do it. So now because of this big season, yeah. so many people are going to want to do traders now. Oh, yeah. You know, and so it's going to be very, very good. And yeah, I want to come back because it's really fun and it's really fast, you know, so. Other than Kenya, who do you think should be in the Bravo click for next season of traders? Other than you? Yeah, other than me. Dolores, 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 Dolores. Wouldn't she be an amazing traitor? And then if they Mm -hmm. recruited her, she would have that. Because remember how she was a warden in prison before? Yes. Yes. So she can handle Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, I think she would be the best. Yeah. Traitor faithful. Is there anyone else you'd love to see join the roundtable next season? 
Who else from the Bravo world do I think would be so good? Do you? Who do you have in mind? Anybody? I don't know. I'm trying to think Honestly, of the shows. It would be, I mean, Lisa would never do it, but it would be so interesting <laughs> to see her in that setting. Just She could be like doing what Ellen does. Yeah. You know, who else from our shows do we want? I don't see anyone from VPR being there except for you. I don't see anyone from Shaw's being there. Like Shervin could do anything. Nima could do anything. But, but what about from Mike? The, oh, my God. I would love for Mike to be there. Yeah. Mike, I would love to see Mike anywhere, honestly. Mm-hmm. You should, we should all hit up Mike and see if we can like yeah. arm wrestle him to coming out of obscurity. Yeah, mm-hmm. we should. If you were casting an ultimate girls trip of fellow Bravo girls, mm-hmm. who would you pick and where would you go? Okay, this one I have thought about. Okay. So, Golnessa, you, me, Lala, and... From Summer House, Paige. Mm-hmm. Oh, Leva from... from Love her. Mm-hmm. And who are... Like, I think Kate Chastain would be so fun because mm-hmm. she reads people so well. Yeah. And, like, we just need to do these shows already. I know, like, right? Yeah. I love that they are now starting to integrate more shows together with, like, Winter House, the mm-hmm. Ultimate Girls Trips, and all of that because... We are all actually friends. And then yeah. we, every year at BravoCon, make new friends. That's true. And now, like, Captain Jason, that's my dude. I'm like, we should do a Vanderpump Rules, Ultimate Girls Trip, Shaw, Summer House, whatever, down under oh, on the yacht. Sure. You know, for like, sure. how fun would that be to get a bunch of us uh-huh. and have the captain and you have the staff? It's like, that's such an integrated show that could for totally sure. easily be made. They can also do co-ed versions mm-hmm. because our shows are co-ed. Right. And then, yeah, we can yeah. do girls trips and then boys and girls trips and then couples trips yeah and like you know how that show married to medicine has like couples counseling because they're all married yeah so like we could do a full-on couples version and then like we have like beachfront right? couples counseling and games it would be lit yeah we're putting it out there yes let's do it any upcoming future reality tv plans for you because now that you've been back on my tv every week i need more of it I got you. I will make note and I will see. I honestly, I was also on Hollywood Houselift doing my real estate thing, which is Jeff's show. So it's just, it's fun because I feel like right now I'm doing what made me interesting enough to be on TV Mm -hmm. in my real life. So I'm so happy, but I know that like things are always, anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for getting into some shenanigans with me. I know being a busy working mom to make the time, it means a lot to me. So thank you. Thank you to everyone for listening, for watching on YouTube. And thank you to anyone who has gone back and watched my YouTube multiple times. Thank you for the views. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.